Hi, and welcome back to the Emmy Awards. A few things I want to get out of the way first. Um, Yes, I will be holding the microphone. I don't know why. I'll probably put it down in like two minutes. Um, Okay, a few things I want to get out of the way first. I, this podcast episode is going to be like a disaster. I almost like didn't film, um, like didn't record an episode this week because I... I'm just like not doing well mentally and I felt like I had nothing to say. Um, okay, I'm doing, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it in a second. I'm doing okay mentally. I just didn't have the mental energy to like plan an episode. And I normally like take notes and think about it. Like, um, like maybe it doesn't come across, but um, I do put a lot of effort into these episodes and um I try to have themes and like overarching structure and I have just been unable to to do that this week for some reason like and it's not that I'm out of ideas like I still have other ideas it's just all the ideas that I had I was like oh I don't want to do that right now or like oh like I I don't know okay um candidly I am (laughs) on my period okay and I'm really like talking about stuff like that because it feels weird and personal, but I have really like I already have depression and I get like really like weird on my period mentally, emotionally, and even physically. Anyways, um that's besides the point. My point is this week I my brain is like not working as well as I wanted to. <laughs> um I also just finished my like a big project. The my article for the Collegian magazine's out. That'll be linked below. Um, and I designed it, and so I just finished designing that last week. Um, not even last week, like a few days ago. And I kind of feel like I don't know what I'm doing with my life now um, because it's been this like outstanding like thing I had to do um for like months and now it's over and I'm like it's over like what do I do now so I don't know um but I don't know I am generally feeling hopeful about the month of April and job prospects and stuff like that not going to talk about anything because I don't want to get ahead of myself but I feel like maybe there's hope so that's nice um I had some thoughts Basically, this episode's going to be all over the place because it's just going to be, be me, like, ranting, venting, talking about random things. Um, yeah. Um, also, I'm doing something new with my hair because I didn't want to do braids, but it doesn't look good enough to be just completely down. So, if it looks ugly, um, please don't tell me. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> really, these podcasts have been really fun. And I can't believe I'm almost at 10 episodes. This is my ninth episode. And I just think that's insane. Like, I've, that's crazy. Um, Thank you to anybody who's been watching from the beginning. Um, Anybody who just is watching this one. Anybody who watches any of them. Like, genuinely means a lot to me because I do typically put a lot of thought and effort into it this week not too much this week is kind of a disaster but you know what that just happens in life sometimes like I have ideas like in the back of my head but I want to do them properly and well and I just don't feel like I can right now because like everything feels chaotic I don't know if I'm making any sense but what's new um first thing I want to like talk about is well first read my article that will be linked below but anyways (laughs) This is like so bad if I, anyways, 
Okay, first thing I want to, like, rant about is um, Olivia Rodrigo. She has done nothing wrong. I'm not ranting about her. I, I couldn't get tickets to her tour, and I'm really mad about it. Like, I'm genuinely very upset about it. And I try not to be, those like, one of those people who's like, I liked them before they were popular, yada, 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 because I feel like, you know, being a fan isn't necessarily about how long you've been a fan of somebody um, and stuff like that. But I literally, literally was a fan of Olivia Rodrigo, like when she was in High School Musical, the musical, the series, like the first season. And she would post clips of her singing on Instagram and I would watch them over and over and over again. Like I had driver's license memorized like six months before it was out, okay? Not like the whole thing, but like the, the clip she posted. I was here when the lyric was still, you're with that brunette girl. Like that, I, I was in the trenches, okay? I was in fucking trenches. And um, like, I was really sad when I couldn't get tickets. And, but like, I let it go, okay? Like I let it go. I was like, sometimes life, you know, gives you lemons. And anyways, so I was like, I'll let it go. Like, I'll let it go. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I sometimes concerts give me anxiety. Like, I didn't get to go to like Taylor Swift's earliest tours. And that's okay. Like, I, I went to ev- like everyone after Red. And I'm going to keep going to Taylor Swift concerts. Like, sometimes I used to get really sad that I, I, I didn't get to go to Fearless and Speak Now um and now I don't feel that way as much because I feel like Taylor Swift's tours like each they get like they get better and um I've kind of let go of that sadness I used to feel about not going to those two tours um because when Fearless came out like I was just I hadn't been to a concert I feel like I was kind of young and like some people go to concerts when they're young okay I didn't and then when Speak Now happened I was living in Brazil and she wasn't going to Brazil so that was like impossible as well so it's like in retrospect it's like what it wouldn't have even been possible so I've kind of let go of those like like that sad feeling but and so I was like you know it'll be fine I try not to like fixate on things and ruminate on things because I can do that for literally hours days years um forever I can literally fixate on something and be upset about it for like 10 years even if I don't actually care anymore I still care that makes sense so I was like I'm not gonna let it get to me and I was doing a pretty okay job like my sister was like I'm sorry I'm getting tickets and I was like you know what it's okay we didn't get tickets life goes on you know live laugh love I'll be here for many years to come and um, now I'm upset about it because it's like starting to happen you know people are like I'm going to see her and it's becoming real and I saw the set list and I'm mad about it like I'm mad about it she's singing the song um the the song she wrote about Twilight and I literally I know that song by heart new town new car new friends I don't like singing but I can recite the words New town, new car, new friends, new place, try to fit in. And I've never been the best at talking. Lockers and lunches here. The girls are all so weird. And I've, and I've best at talking. But I saw you across the room, said hello and that I'm new. And I swear there's something about you. 
I literally, I like, I'm making myself uncomfortable. But anyways, and then she's like, do you want to hang out? And we could make out. Heard you like music. Hey, me too. Don't know if, don't know if you're busy. Don't know if you like me. Don't know if it's weird, but I kind of do like you. This small town thing's not as bad as I thought. So do you want to hang out or not? And the video ends. That's ingrained in my brain. I haven't watched that clip probably in months. I have it in my brain. Like, I would have gotten through it with a straight face if I wasn't, like, staring at myself recording it and, like, cringing at myself. Like, I, I know, I know the song. Like, I know the song. And, like, you know, I would listen to it in Gambier, Ohio because I went to Kenyon College, if you didn't know from, like, the 10 videos. I've, I'm kidding. I've made two. Um... I'm going to make more. Like, literally going to Kenyon College is my whole identity. Uh, not really. I have a lot more identities. Um, Swifty, mentally ill. Pretty. <laughs> Anyways, like, I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I love that song. Like, I love that song. I was, like, waiting for it to be on Sour. Like, that's how much I love that song. I would listen to it in Gambier, Ohio. That's what I was saying. That I would listen to the song in Gambier, Gambier, Ohio, and I would be like, this song is about me. Like, whatever person I had a crush on at the time, like, since that song came out, okay, I associated that song with, like, three different people I had crushes on. I'd be like, this small town thing is weird. Like, I like you. Like, I... I don't know if you like me don't know if you're busy don't know if it's weird but I kind of do like you like she was so right for that and I literally would listen to that and be like this is about this person <laughs> like my point is that I literally have been in the trenches like like and um like now I'm just mad now I'm mad that I couldn't get tickets and as much as I love Olivia Rodrigo I think when the tickets sold out really quickly she should have like uh, like got in a bigger venue like Maisie Peters who is like not as big an artist as Olivia Rodrigo is in terms of like numbers I believe no hate to Maisie Peters love her she like I, I saw her when I went to visit my sister in New York and we originally, well, my sister originally bought tickets, like, really early on through, like, something when it was, like, a venue in Brooklyn. And it was like, oh, my God, it's so cute. We're going to get to hear the song Brooklyn in Brooklyn. And then it sold out and people wanted tickets that they just moved it to a bigger venue. And that venue was in Manhattan. So we weren't hearing Brooklyn in Brooklyn. But it doesn't matter because it was in New York anyway. And it was still fun. Anyways, so... um I just feel like Olivia Rodrigo should have done that. Like, she could have filled stadiums. Like, if she, like, if she didn't want to do that, I understand. But, like, I don't know. I feel like she could have at least, like, increased the venue sizes, even if she didn't want to go, like, to a huge thing. Like, I get that it's her first tour and she wants to kind of ease her way into it. But I just am upset that I couldn't see her. So, anyways, um, if I become famous in the next month... <laughs> and Olivia Rodrigo you somehow see this please invite me to your concert um this is a joke okay for the record I, t I like make a lot a lot of jokes about like becoming famous and like this podcast blowing up and like all of that I don't think I'm gonna be famous nor do, do I like genuinely like care if I am um like I think there would be cool things about that but 
I also just think I'm funny, and I feel like the whole world should be blessed with my gift. But, um, anyways. <laughs> anyways, I'm really mad about the Levi Rodrigo thing. Um, and I, I wish I had gotten tickets to it. Like, it's making me sad now. Um, I literally, now I have that song stick in my head. There's so many Olivia Rodrigo's, like, unreleased songs that, like, I desperately, like, wanted her to release, and then she didn't. The one song that she had, like, released, besides Driver's License, because that one she posted on Instagram, like, the only other one she posted on Instagram that then she put on Sour was Happier, and I didn't love that song of, like, all of the songs that she had released. So when, like, that one was announced on the album, I was like, okay, cool. Like, not my favorite. Like, release gross. Release the Twilight song. I literally love the Twilight song. <sighs> what other song? There's another song that's, um, it's called Just Because. And it's like, sorry, I'm trying to think of the song. Anyways. My point is I really like Olivia Rodrigo. I've been standing her since um, High School Musical, the musical, the series. And and I remember High School Musical, the musical, the series, first season came out. Everybody around me was like, that sounds so stupid. I even was like, that sounds kind of stupid. But I got Disney Plus specifically to watch <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series, because once a wild cat, always a wild cat. And I, me and my sister were like obsessed with the show, okay? I followed Olivia Rodrigo. I was like, we are besties now. She was mine. Then I found her she was a Swifty. I was like, I am connected to this girl, okay? I liked her before she was a big deal. Um, anyways, when Driver's License came out, I was like, guys, everybody should listen to Driver's License. It's the best song ever. And now I'm like, Emmy, you should have shut your mouth. Anyways, I, I just, I'm, I'm sad about that right now, currently. Um, and, like, it would help if I knew when Loverfest was happening. Is Loverfest, Loverfest is never happening. Like, she's dead, rest in peace, Loverfest. Maybe not. But just, like, I don't have any other concerts coming up, you know? Um, so, I don't know. That's just something that's been bothering me right now that I needed to talk about. I, I'm, like, not in therapy right now like I go to group therapy but I don't have like individual therapy and like it's group therapy you can't like hog the time and be like this is everything that's going on in my life like we do check-in and then we just learn things um so it's not like I can sit there for an hour and be like here's everything that's going wrong in my life um and I'm just not gonna like be like oh I'm mad about this Olivia Rodrigo thing in group therapy like it's unnecessary but um, it's been bothering me, so I just wanted to talk about it. What else has been bothering me? I miss Kenyon. I really miss Kenyon, and I didn't think I was going to miss Kenyon that much. Not because I didn't love Kenyon, but just because I was ready to leave college. Um, but maybe it's like a COVID thing. Um, but like there were a lot of, like, I don't know. There were like concerts and plays and stuff. And I feel like I missed out on a little bit of that, as did everybody, because like that stuff wasn't happening for a while. And I'm just, like, I'm seeing, I also have a lot of friends who are, like, seniors, and I'm seeing people, like, do, like, comps or senior recitals, like, acting theses, and I was, like, I just wish I could go to all of them. I'm also, like, on the diss list for so many things, so I get emails from, like, the, the Kenyan Drama Dance and Film Club, I can't remember, KCDC, Kenyan College Drama, whatever. 
I, I, I get emails from them being like, who wants to be an usher? And it like breaks my heart because I'm like me, but I, I, I live in Maryland. Um, what else? Anyways, yeah, I'm, I miss Kenyon. I'm trying to find a way to go back for send off. I'm going back for graduation. Like that's already like set because they emailed me. And they were like, you're invited to graduation. Um, do you want to walk? And I was like, no, because um, I don't want to have to like, my family already came to Ohio for a graduation. Like I'm not... And it was like a very like chill, like minimal graduation, right? But I already walked. I already took pictures and my like thing. It happened. Okay, I graduated. I have my diploma. Like, I'm fine. I don't want to. I don't want to walk again. Like I originally was like, I'm definitely not going to because I naively thought that I would have a job and an apartment and everything by graduation. I no not no longer believe that. Um, I feel like I might have a job, but like apartment and being settled in the like I I don't think that's happening. Um, by the time Kenyan college seniors graduate. But so like, that was part of the reason I was like, oh, I'm like, if I'm settled in a new life, I'm not going to want to go back to Kenyan. Um, now, honestly, it's like, I already like, I feel differently because I already did like a graduation, even though it wasn't like an official whatever. Like, I don't, I don't need to, I already did it. Like, so, um, at first I was like, maybe it'll be kind of funny to go back and walk again, but I, I really don't want to do that because then I, my family will feel obligated to come. And I just, I don't want to do that, but I am, I did, I emailed them back and I was like, I don't want to go to like, I don't want to walk at graduation, but I do want to go to senior week events. And they were like, you can definitely do that. You'll just have to work something out with res life. So anyways, I'm going back for senior week, which is really exciting. I feel like I'll leave before graduation. I just want to go for a week and, and do all of the senior week activities I didn't get to do last spring. Because last spring, you could have like emailed somebody and like found a way to like, I think, I don't know, but I was like, I, it's too complicated. And they were emailing me, if you're not graduating, move out. And I wasn't going to like I don't know. That was also a very stressful time, um, the end of last spring, because um, finals were like really compressed together and um, my cat went missing. Horrible weekend on campus for me personally. Um, Ivy is such a Gemini. She decided to go missing like right when I was in the middle of finals and my mother um, was on campus to help me move out. I was literally like, Monique, I can't speak. My cat is missing. So anyways, she's fine now. Ivy's totally fine. Um, yeah. Ivy's biggest issue is that, um, she eats too much. And I, my biggest issue as a cat parent is that I'm not good at not overfeeding her. Like, I'm just not. It makes her happy. But it's unhealthy, um, and it's caused constipation issues, <laughs> um, which isn't funny. Cat constipation is never a joke, but it is, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's, it's not funny. She was in pain, and she was waking me up screaming. Like, it, it wasn't funny. But, in like, in retrospect, it's kind of funny. The vet, literally, after, like, that appointment, and, like, they treated her for her constipation, they gave me an article. Like, they printed out an article. And they were like, cat constipation, it's never normal. That was the headline of the article. Just in case I thought that, like, it was okay for her to be constipated. So, anyways, what was my point of this? I'm, like, I'm such a disaster. Um, <laughs> I literally don't remember. Oh, I'm going back for senior week and I miss Kenyon. Like, I really, I also want to go back for send-off. I don't know if that'll be possible. I don't even know if they're doing a send-off, but I feel like they probably will. So hopefully I can go back to those, I, I can go back to visit for those events, stuff like that. 
Um, so if you're going to be at Canyon for those events and you're excited to see me, let me know because I like, I really want to go, but part of me is like, what if I go and everybody's like, okay, I mean, we didn't miss you. Like we were glad you left. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I want to go, but I'm also like, I don't know if I want to go. So that's something that's been on my mind a lot. I really miss Kenyon. Um, And these last like few months have been kind of hard. So it's like hard to like, like I don't want to be in college anymore, but I don't feel like I'm at a new stage in my life. So I kind of wish I was in college. I don't know if that makes sense. Like in college, college was really hard for me, but at least there was like structure and there was a path. And like, I just, I haven't had that. And now that I finished the magazine and my articles out, like I just genuinely feel like don't have much structure. So hopefully I'll get a job soon so I can have some sort of structure in something I'm like doing. This podcast is really my only form of structure, but that's been bothering me. Um, And I miss Kenyon. Um, And I, I feel really lonely. So I know, I know people who live in DC and I know I have friends in this area, but I've just, I haven't like reached out to people because I was like, I'm not going to be here for that long. Like I don't need to like make friends and like talk to people and like any of that because I'm like, I'm leaving. Um, and now I've been here for so long that I'm like, maybe I should talk to people. Maybe I should try to make friends or like reach out to my old friends and like hang out. But I just, I didn't. I guess part of me, like, didn't want it to be real, you know? Like, me living with my parents. Um, now it's, like, obviously, I mean, very real. You live with your parents. Wake up. Um, so, yeah. I am kind of lonely. And I think that that's part of the reason I miss Kenyon. But also, like, designing the Collegian magazine was so fun, but also so bittersweet. Because it made me realize how much I miss, like, designing stuff, which, like, I've known. But it was just, like, really sad because I was, like, oh, I, w- I like, I miss doing this every week. Like, it was it was really hard. Um, and also because it was, like, the last thing I had left to do for my Kenyan experience. Like, everything else is done. Like, I, it was my last, like, outstanding assignment or, like, project connected to Kenyan. So it was just hard. It was very um, emotionally weird so yeah I, I really I'm, I miss designing stuff like I, I miss it so much I like you cannot convince me there's a person on this planet who loves InDesign more than me like if you're watching this and you're like I love InDesign do you know her birthday I'm gonna give you a minute okay like one more second to guess and then I'm gonna tell you <laughs> she was born <laughs> Um, August, (laughs) like, I know she wasn't born, but the day that InDesign was created, okay, so that counts as her birthday, was August 31st of 1999. She's a Virgo, she's 22 years old, and she's a queen, and I love her. So, and she's a she because I decided that, okay? Um, actually, she's whatever she wants to be. She's whatever you view, like, InDesign is beyond gender. (laughs) Obviously, because it's just software. (laughs) But anyways... What else do I want to talk about? My point is I really love InDesign. Another Okay, another thing I recently, um, this episode's really all over the place, but honestly, like, live, laugh, love. I'm a Gemini. It's, it's what you signed up for um, if, you're, if you decide to watch these. And thank you if you do. Like, genuinely, I, I make a lot of jokes, but it means a lot to me if you listen to these. Um, I recently, I 
because I'm unemployed and I live with my parents, I like have nothing to do um, like 90% of the time. And um, I'm I'm watching Gilmore Girls like with my mother. Like I've seen the show a million times, but like I'm watching it with her. Um, and it's brought up a lot of thoughts, which I will talk about in a second. But um, something else, like I I've I've been trying to find shows to rewatch or to watch because I feel like I'm trying to fill my time. And I've just I've I was stumped for a while. Like I've seen like I've seen Succession. I've seen. I rewatched Pretty Little Liars because of Mike's Mike. I just finished rewatching How I Met Your Mother, um, partially because my sister started rewatching, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll rewatch it." Um, and partially because Josh Radner's in it, and I believe in supporting Kenyon alum, and because of How I Met Your Father. That's a big reason. Like it was on, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, How I Met Your Mother. So I I rewatched that. I just finished rewatching that. Um, I've seen Bridgerton seasons one and two. I. I'm trying to think. I just I've 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 been rewatching a lot of shows because I like starting new shows gives me anxiety. Like genuinely it gives me anxiety. Um I did um start watching the or I watched the whole thing, the American Crime Story, the impeachment like thing, um with Beanie Feldstein, that like the Monica Lewinsky scandal, all of that, like I which came out in 2021. 2021. I watched all of that because I was like, well, I know what happens. So it's not going to give me anxiety. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, if you're like stressed out, can't you Google spoilers? But I don't like Googling spoilers. Like I, I, I don't like Googling spoilers. I don't like reading what's going to happen. I just want to have already seen it. You know, because I can read something that's like, this person gets stabbed. But if I see the person get stabbed, like that's still going to give me anxiety. Like, does that make sense to anybody? So, um, I just don't, and I'm fine, honestly. I've, like, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm, like, what am I going to do with my time? I need TV shows to watch. I'm, like, fine. Like, I like the structure of, like, watching a new episode, like, every week. If it's a show I haven't seen, but, like, streaming a show I haven't seen, like, all, all of it, like, that, that's what gives me anxiety. If that, if that makes sense, because it's like, I'm just, I'm watching it all at once and it's like too much. I get overwhelmed because I'm like, I don't know what's happening and I, and I can't follow the plot. I like would probably be really annoying to watch. Well, actually I don't do this when I'm watching TV with other people, but when I'm watching TV with myself, I rewind like so much simply because I miss like half of what's happening. And I also am like, always playing a game on my phone so like you know <laughs> but I just like I prefer I saw this tweet once and who knows if this is medically accurate but it was like people who have anxiety prefer re-watching shows because of like it's calming and like nice and I agree I really like re-watching shows my parents don't understand it like I am like, let's watch a movie like every week. I mean, not like my dad's not in the country right now. So it's just me and my mom. And we're only watching Gilmore Girls um, because it's like pretty fun. But um, to like we watch it with her. But um, like I'd be like, hi, like I'd be like, let's watch a movie. And then I pick a movie I've already seen like multiple times because I want my to watch like it with my parents and see their reaction. And my dad's always like, I mean, you've already seen this movie that defe- defeats like the purpose and I'm like no I like watching movies I've already seen I know that like nothing like 
I don't know. I watched West Side Story and it was just like so stressful. So stressful. And it's like the general plot I knew, but then you watch it and you're like, oh my God, it's crazy. And it was stressing me out the whole time. Um, I just don't like watching things that I don't know how they're going to end. But um, anyways, the reason I, I got on this tangent is because I just watched the Monica Lewinsky American Crime Story like thing. And it was really interesting. I like literally just kept watching it. A, a big thing that happens with me is that I'll start a show and I'll watch like a few episodes and then I give up um, because it's stressing me out and I don't want to keep watching or like I just get bored. Um, so I just, yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I found the Linda Tripp fascinating. I didn't know like half of the Linda Tripp stuff and it was just interesting. So that was really good. I don't know why I, I felt the need to mention it, but I watched that recently and I found it very compelling and interesting. And, um, I just think the whole Monica Lewinsky thing is I, oh, I guess this is why I was thinking about it because I like, she was like 22, I think, or 21, like when she started working at the white house, but maybe 22 when like the whole like affair started. But it's like, I am, it was just really interesting because like, I'm basically the age she was like when everything happened or like around and it's just like I don't know it puts it into such perspective for me because it's like I always knew that I was young but it's like I am like I cannot imagine I cannot imagine like being in an affair with the president and not only that but like because I didn't know all the details of this like the fact that in the impeachment report they like detailed like well one they like basically like forced her at least this is the way it's portrayed on the show like into like detailing everything like very like specifically um and then they printed that and people read it like all over the country like I would literally be mortified if something like that personal of like your like like in detail like your sexual experiences like I don't know that that seems horrible to me and I feel like they, they shouldn't have been allowed to do that like but I, I don't know like publish that I don't know because it's like I, I think like the reason he was impeached is not because he had an affair it's because he lied under oath and I realized at least this is the way it's portrayed in like the show is the reason they like detailed the sexual exploits was because he was trying to get out of like he was trying to say, I didn't perjure myself because that's not how I defined, like, we, because how I understood sexual relations was, like, this definition, and that doesn't, act, like, match up to what we did, so they had to disprove it by explaining the sexual relations, but I just feel like that was an invasion of privacy, and I can't imagine, like, that kind of scale of, like, your personal life being talked about like, like I, it just sounds horrific. Like I was just mortified for Monica and like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it seems horrible, like literally horrible. And, um, and I don't know, I'm a very, like, I feel like I'm kind of stupid and I, I don't know. I feel like I, I could get my, like, maybe not like an affair, but I feel like I could get myself into a situation where I like, do something really regrettable and then have it be like broadcast to the world like that it just it sounds like horrible like it was just it was really and Linda Tripp like 
was just so confusing to me because she the whole time was like, Monica, this isn't like, she defended herself by being like, Monica was in a bad situation. But then it's like, yeah, you like convince her to get out of the relationship. You don't like expose it to the world. So I don't know. I found it really interesting. And um, I find Monica Lewinsky to be a very interesting figure. And it it's just crazy to me because I feel like it's like, you think about it and you're like, she was 22 years old. She was an intern. He was like the president. Like that's like the biggest power imbalance ever. And it's just crazy to me. I was watching it and I was like, I know of the, I know this happened, but like, I, it, it's crazy. So I don't know. Just thought I'd talk about that uh, because it's something that I was just thinking about. Um, so anyways, Gilmore Girls. I am going to talk about Gilmore Girls a little bit here. So I started watching it with my mother and I was literally like, we're only on season four, very like the beginning of season four. Okay. So we just passed, spoiler alert, um, like Jess and Rory ending and all of that. Um, and now Rory's in Yale. Okay. Um, spoiler alert, Rory goes to you. Okay, if you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, the show's like 20 years old, okay, sorry. But, um, anyways, so like the first three seasons, like there's a lot of like, you know, Rory has like two boyfriends, there's a love triangle, blah, 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 blah. And I personally hate Dean. I hate Dean. He's my least favorite of her boyfriends. This is my hill to die on. He was a piece of garbage. I hate him. Genuinely, I hate him. Um, Originally, when I couldn't think of what to make this podcast about, I was like, I'll make the title in defense of Jess Mariano and I'll just talk about Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls for an hour. But I just, I didn't have, <laughs> I wanted to like take notes and like look back at like his arc through all of the seasons to be able to do that. And maybe I will like make a whole episode about Gilmore Girls specifically and like talk about my opinions, not just about Jess, but other things. But I just like have some thoughts that I want to talk about right now. Um, so this is going to be an abridged version of Defending Jess Mariano because I've been thinking about certain things. Um, having just like rewatched like their whole journey up until like their breakup, obviously he comes back, but um which is a huge, like, that's very important to why I like him too. But maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Maybe I should come back with notes. I guess I'll just talk about why I don't like Dean for a second. Um, actually, I'll talk about whatever I want. And then my Gilmore Girls episode can be in more depth. Who cares? Who cares? So anyways, I just think that Jess Mariano, as a character... You really need to look at, like, and something I think is so beautiful about Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls, I can't enunciate, I'm so sorry, is that, like, the characters are, like, people. They, <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but it's, like, you watch characters on TV, and sometimes they're three-dimensional, and you're, like, or they're two-dimensional, <laughs> and you're, like, this is just, un like, you know, there's villains, there's good guys, and that's it. And I feel like in Gilmore Girls, like, every single character, like, has moments where you're, like, I don't agree with that, or that was, like, bad. Um, and also moments where you're, like, that was good, you know? Like, I started watching the show with my mother, and she was, like, there was, like, a moment where, like, Emily was, like, making progress. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, like the episode where Rory goes to the dance or whatever um with Dean and Lorelai like 
her back is injured and Emily tries and she tries to take care of her. And my mother was like, see, like there are moments, she's like, Emily is like a no, like, like insufferable, like most of the time. But like, then there are moments where she tries and I'm like, yeah, that's the beauty of the show is that they're all people. And even Lorelai and Rory are going to do things where objectively, maybe not everybody's going to agree with them. And there are a lot of people who have gone on, <laughs> who have gone on, who have said, I was going to say have gone on to say, but I don't like gone on from where, but like sometimes, like there are people who genuinely hate Rory Gilmore um, or think that she like, the amount of YouTube videos that are like the downfall of Rory Gilmore, like, okay, like, stupid. Maybe I'll make my whole video in defense of Rory Gilmore one day. But anyways, my point is that they're all like people. Like, that's really the beauty of the writing of the show. Um, and I just think, like, Jess Mariano is, like, how can you watch the show and not see that? Or maybe it's because I've seen the show so many times, but it's like re-watching their relationship um, is like Jess just, I feel like it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, I feel like he was set up to fail in like his relationship with Rory because Dean was viewed as this like perfect boyfriend who like, he was the perfect first boyfriend and he was nice to Lorelai. And like, then Jess comes around and the town already doesn't really like him. Lorelai doesn't trust him. And it's like any moment that anything could be wrong, it's blamed on Jess. Like he just, he was set up to fail. Like, Dean punches him like it's just this constant thing of when he comes with the black eye it's like she like she assumes the worst of him and I get that maybe he doesn't have the best track record but I just feel like when you expect the worst in people and you're constantly like not trusting of the person like they just it can get really disheartening and you can just believe that there's nothing like like I, I just, I was, I was watching the show back with my mother and I was just like this, like guy just, it, and it seems so unfair because it's like, Dean wasn't a perfect boyfriend. He has a temper. He's really possessive. Like I just genuinely, I don't think he was a good boyfriend to Rory. I think that there were certain aspects of him that were good, but I think everybody just like, talked him up and was were constantly like yeah and when he got mad it was he was justified to be mad um like and yeah like any moment he got mad it was like well of course like he's jealous and it was never like this thing of like he's too mad like the things he did wrong it was always there's a reason and it's justifiable and then all the good things he did right were proof that he was like this good guy it was never like the opposite it was never like him doing something bad was proof went to like prove that he was a bad guy. And I feel like that was just kind of what happened with Jess. Like something bad would happen. And instead of being like, maybe Jess's life circumstance is less than ideal right now. It was like, it's because like, it was like used as confirmation that Jess was a bad kid. And I just feel like, and obviously he has character growth and he comes back later and it's all okay. But I just feel like Jess Mariano as a character on the show like within like the other people like it was just so frustrating to watch because I'm like he's not like a bad guy everybody's just expecting the worst of him and he's just he's been dealt a really shitty hand like look at Jess Mariano's life his father abandoned him when he was seven like not 17 when he was like an infant right like he's never met his father doesn't know his father his mother is, is like not the most stable mother figure in his life, right? Um, 
at like 17 or 16, no, 17, he gets chipped off to live with his uncle because his mom's like, you're too much to handle. So he moves to this town. He doesn't know anybody. He probably doesn't know his uncle super well. And it's, and, and then like, then he go, everybody at this town hates him. It's like, he's under a mi- mi- microscope. Like, does he cause trouble? Yes. But like, like, I don't know. It's just like, you have to look at his like life circumstances. And then like, he's failing out of high school. Like, I don't know. Maybe I think part of the reason, like I am not a Logan anti in any means. I really like Logan. I really like Logan with Rory. Genuinely, I'm not against Logan Huntsberger. You will never hear me say a bad word about Logan Huntsberger. Um, The only negative word I have to say about Logan Huntsberger is that I have none. <laughs> I was trying, I was going to make a joke about the gorilla masks with the life and death brigade because I, I don't understand the gorilla masks, but that's not even him. He didn't make the gorilla masks anyways. So what was my point? Oh, I'm not against Logan in any means. I think part of the reason maybe that I like gravitate towards Jess and Rory is that like, I just kind of, I relate to Jess in some ways and I really like my heart goes out to him. And it's also like watching their breakup. Like literally I watched those episodes today. Like they didn't break up Jess and Rory because they stopped loving each other or because it was just because life, the timing, the timing wasn't right. Jess had too much going on in his life. Like he couldn't communicate with Rory. It's just sad to me because it's like this really strong relationship that they had and that could have been so much more just like didn't get a fair chance because of like the life circumstances. And it makes me sad. I got really sad. Okay. I get sad about it. Maybe that's stupid, but I just, I, I under, I like understand Jess. And I feel like all those moments of bad behavior, like bad behavior need to be in the context of his whole life falling apart and while when your life is falling apart and like there's un like there's instability around you like you have the agency to make the life circumstances better and to like behave effectively I think when you're a 17 year old kid whose life is like falling apart around him like that's easier said than done like it just is. And when you feel like the whole world is like villainizing you and even like your girlfriend who you're in a relationship with and like you love and cares about you, like still has this gut reaction to sometimes expect the worst of you, like that that just gets in your head and you start to feel worthless and you start to be unmotivated and I just I under I understand Jess and I understand like I think back to like the way I acted even when I was 18 and like I think a lot about my first semester of college and the way that I hurt a lot of people like genuinely I know that I hurt a lot of people in the way I behaved because I was in so much pain and that doesn't justify the amount of pain I was in and the amount of trauma I was in doesn't justify the collateral damage that I may have caused um because I was navigating this very complicated, hard time in my life. Like I could have handled myself so much better, but it's also, it's just easier said than done to like think back in retrospect when you're like not in a constant crisis or like a level of instability and be like, I could have handled this better, especially when your brain isn't fully developed and like you're in high school. And I I just, I think 
it's important to recognize that Jess was 17 years old with like this whole life history of chaos happening around him and and the way he behaved like maybe it wasn't like the best but it's like you have to look at the different life circumstances that people are given and I know it's a fictional character and maybe I put too much thought into it but it's my favorite television show and I really like just Mariano as a character and I've seen a like I've seen people say negative things about him in defense of Logan and I see people say negative things about Logan in defense of Jess and I just I don't think it makes sense to compare them because it's not like they were like Jess and Dean, it makes sense in my opinion to compare them because it was a love triangle, right? Jess and Logan were at completely different phases of Rory's life. And to me, it just seems like stupid to compare or silly to compare Logan, who was 25 to like 24, 25, like to, or I guess he was like 23 when we met him. But anyways, when he, like he was more like of a grown up um, who had kind of like a lot of his like youthful indiscretions were in his past by the time we met him like he had just gone on a year like sunk a yacht like he had already like we had already seen him be reckless like we he had already been reckless before we met him anyways I'm not making much sense but like I just feel like it doesn't make sense to compare those two not just as people and as like but, but like as potential suitors and as matches for Rory because it was just different phases in in her life and um, in her character. And I just, I don't think it makes sense to talk negatively about one to defend the other. I, ju I just don't think, like I get that people wanna make arguments about like, well, this is the reason that Justin Rory are better as like the end game couple. But I, I just, like, I, I don't know. I feel like we don't know what the end game couple would have been. Like in your, like you can write a story, but the story that we got was like, Anyways, and I do think that part of the reason I really like Jess and Rory is I like the the it ended so like abruptly and then he comes back and like it's never the right time and I just love a like the one that could have been and like I like Jess so much and I really like his growth as a character that I've always just found myself being like if we had seen more of Jess like I think he could have been amazing. So, and maybe not even necessarily for Rory, maybe just as friends, but I, I like, I feel like there was so much potential there and I don't know, I more than anything am mad that um, he wasn't around like from season one because we saw so much of Dean and I just hate Dean. Like even, even before Jess showed up, I, I'm not... I just, I can't, I can't stand Dean. I can't, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. I just don't think he is comparable. Like, I understand people who like Logan more than they do Jess, but people who genuinely, like, look at Dean and look at Jess and think that Dean was better, I, what, like, what's, what's wrong with you? Especially if you've seen the whole show, the whole show, right? Because we see Jess... And he's a much more, like, in a much more stable, like, you know, he's a much more, like, stabilizing, grounding, like, person for Rory. Dean, all Dean ever does in Rory's life is create chaos, and I stand by that. I literally hate him. So, anyways, <laughs> like, I know he's a fictional character, okay? It is what it is. But I just, I get very defensive of Jess Mariano because I feel like 
I don't know. Maybe I, I, I really like the misunderstood, like, struggling kid trope character. I don't know. I just, I, I, I understand it. And I understand the ways that you can maybe create chaos when you're in, like, a lot of pain and you're going through, like, a lot of negative circumstances. And compounded with the fact that so many people like don't believe in you like it's just hard like imagine just everybody in this small town just thinking of you as the villain and maybe he like maybe he did it but it's like they get into a car accident and it's automatically his fault dean punches him first and it's automatically his fault like as soon as jess and rory were together dean any single time he saw jess was like baiting him you know and and Jess was like I'm not gonna fight you Dean and Dean was like oh you're scared of me and he's like no it's because Rory will think it's my fault and I just don't think that that was necessarily fair that that was always placed on Jess and I think that if if more people and I know Rory had her moments where she was like you could do so much more like you have potential like she she said that to Jess and it got through to him but I just feel like if more people said that and I know I know I know Luke did too but I just feel like if more people said that to him and more people believed in him or maybe they didn't even need to believe in him but just less people like made him the villain of every single situation like things would have just worked out better for him but anyways I have a lot more to say about Jess Mariano and I'll probably make a whole episode about Kimora Girls, but this has just been on my mind because, yeah, I just, I, I think it makes me sad. It makes me sad that, and they were supposed to be a spinoff. They were supposed to be a spinoff, like, of Jess and I wish we had seen that. So, yeah, I just, I feel like people who say that Jess is toxic and he was just this bad boy and, like, they're ignoring, like, his life's, one, his life circumstances that it, that caused his, like, bad behavior, um, two, his growth, because there is tangible growth. He apologizes to Luke. He, like, makes amends. He, like, makes something of his life. Like, there is tangible growth in his character. And, like, the ways he was good to Rory, he was objectively, in my opinion, a better boyfriend. Well, objectively, in my opinion, or, or <laughs> contradictions. But he was, in my opinion, like a better boyfriend than Dean in a lot of ways. Um, there are certain things he didn't do as well as Dean, and that's fair um, to point out. Like he wasn't as much of a scheduler. I think also, though, you like you watch like I like watching the show, and like there are things that maybe. Rory wanted out of Jess that she had in Dean that he wasn't doing but I think he just didn't know that she wanted him to do them and you need to like tell people like I need a certain plan you know you can't just like be mad that like there was a miscommunication like that those are things you learn in a relationship but anyways like Jess like when she hears like that that the she that Rory is talking to Dean he's like He's, like, upset about it, but he doesn't yell at her. He's just, like, telling me these things, like, moving forward. Like, I just, I think he's a lot less je jealous. He views Rory as his equal in a way that I think Logan does as well. But to me, Dean views Rory, like, and I, I maybe it's because of his possessiveness that I, I feel this way, but I just view, or his, like, 
misogyny of like women needing to be in the kitchen and and all of that. But I I just really feel like Dean sees Rory as like this thing he needs to protect. And he sees his role in a relationship as like the protector, the provider. And that's fine for some people, but I just don't feel like that's compatible with Rory and her like personality and the way she was raised and all of that. And I just, I feel like Dean likes Rory because she's pretty and she's shy and she's like, you know, I think it, and if that makes sense, I just feel like he likes Rory's like timidness and her like, and I, and I just, I feel like Jess liked Rory because they, they both read, they had like things in common. He could talk to her. He felt comfortable with her. It didn't, it, it feels like the initial interest is very different, right? The, like the initial interest that like Dean had to Rory, it's because she was shy and reserved and like kept to herself and was reading and like all of this and like she was pretty. And then like whatever. And then their relationship, he was constantly like gonna fight people in defense of her. And like, I, I just, I don't like that dynamic. I don't like that dynamic. I feel like he guilted her a lot. Um, like the tux thing, he was so mad about the tux thing. Um, like dancing at her cotillion. Like she like is like, you were so nice. You went to my cotillion. You like did this. Like all of that. It's like he was, he guilted you the whole time that he did it. Like it, that's not, I don't know. I just, that's not nice. He got mad a lot. Like there were just a lot of small things about Dean that really pissed me off. Like there's just one episode where she's like, oh, I'm I, like her mom's going out of town. Lorelai's going out of town. And Rory's like, oh, I'm going to do my laundry tonight. And he get he's like, he's like, I thought we could do something. And he like sulks. And then, and then she's like, are you mad? And he's like, I'm not mad. I'm an angel or I'm a saint, but I'm not mad. And it's like, no, like Dean is one of those guys who's like, I'm a nice guy. Like, no, you're not. So anyways, and then when like, Jess, like, Jess, like, when they're talking about prom, like, Rory is like, that means you're like, you'll have to wear a tux. I know tuxes are nerdy. And Jess is like, tuxes aren't nerdy, you know? Like, he's calmer about, like, Dean hanging out with, with Rory. He's like, I just want to know, like, things like that. Um, he is, like, fine with the tux thing. I just, I feel like there are certain things he doesn't do well, but there are other things that, in my opinion, his personality are are just better than Dean. I think Dean was possessive and jealous and like the thing that pisses me off the most about the Dean and I think the reason I hate him the most like more than anything is that after they are broken up he is married. He is married to another woman and he's still possessive of Rory. She like speaks to Jess because he's in town. And Dean gets so mad. And it's like, you have no right to be mad. You have no right to be mad. She doesn't belong to you. You're fucking married. Anyways, I just, I can't stand the way he's so jealous. And because it, it it's beyond jealousy. It's like, it becomes possessive. Like, and I just, I don't, I don't like that. I feel like the problems Jess and Rory had, like, came from a lack of communication that were, like, Anyways, I, I'm, I'm like losing my train of thought, but my point is I just feel like there are a lot of ways that Jess was just better of a person, of a like partner than Dean. And, and I think there are a lot of moments that he wasn't, but I think they're explained in the show 
by being and I don't again that's not an excuse for like lack of communication but it's also like the context like Dean is just shitty and possessive the entire show like we never get like there's no like oh he was cheated on and that like in his past and that's an explanation like it it's never it's just he's like literally from like the first season Tristan is like being a dick to Rory and like I agree like I hated Tristan but he's like I'll kill you like he literally says that to Tristan I just feel like that's like a pattern of like anger and behavior that's not I don't I don't like Dean I don't like Dean I like Jess okay sue me um Logan Huntsberger so cute marry me um (laughs) Rory like when when Jess comes back and he's like, run away with me. And she's like, no. And then <laughs> Logan proposes and she's like, no. I'm like, I literally would say yes to like, I, if Jess Mariana was like, let's run away together. I would say yes. If Logan Huntsberger was like, let's get married, move to San Francisco. I'll get you an avocado tree. You like guacamole. I would literally be like, yes, Logan <laughs> So anyways. That's my little, I've, I've been talking about Gilmore Girls for like 20 minutes, maybe a half hour. This has been like half of the podcast and I'm almost at an hour, so I need to wrap this up. But anyways, my point is I have a lot of thoughts on Gilmore Girls. I have a lot of thoughts on Monica Lewinsky, um, Kenyon, other stuff I touched on. I can't even remember. This hour has flown by and here I was worried that I wouldn't be able to talk about things. Um, let me see coming up to an hour so do I have any updates oh I'm gonna like my TikTok below I've started posting on TikTok by that I mean I posted like three but I'm trying to post more so um more people follow me that'll encourage me to post on TikTok um my article will be linked below all my social media etc etc if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes please let me know um because my brain is like fried um, oh, I, I talked about Olivia Rodrigo too. Who cares? I, I'm all over the place. I'm literally all over the place. Um, I had surprisingly more energy than I thought I was going to, but especially because I started filming this at like 1235. It's like 130 in the morning. Um, so yeah. Um, but you know what? I did it. I talked, I filmed, I feel like I really, like, I didn't want to talk about Jess and Gilmore Girls, like, that much because I wanted to do a proper episode where I took notes and I had, like, thought out things and, like, cited evidence from episodes of, like, not evidence, but, like, examples of, like, reasons, like, and I feel like I said some that just came to mind, but I have, like, concrete, like, examples of, like, the ways I genuinely, like, view these character arcs and the way that I think certain aspects and behaviors of Jess were more circumstantial. And Dean, to me, it just feels like a character flaw. So to me, anyways. <laughs> um, but rewatching Gilmore Girls, like watching Gilmore Girls with my mother, like rewatching it, but watching it with my mother has been really nice. I was like, honestly, she might hate Jess. Like she might hate Jess because like he's kind of like, a disaster at the beginning um but I can I can deal with her hating Jess as long as she doesn't like love Dean and she doesn't like Dean she likes Jess she actually likes him she's like oh like she feels really bad for him like when everything happened she was like that makes me so sad like I really like him and now he's like going through all this stuff it was it made me really happy because I 
felt like I feel the same way watching it. But I understand that there are people who watch the show and they're just like, Jess is like this totally crazy out of control kid to quote um, Lorelai. And and I, I and that's true, but that doesn't negate his bad qualities his good that doesn't negate his good qualities and the good things about Jess but anyways I like I wasn't planning to make this episode about that because I wanted to come with notes and not just talk about Jess because I have maybe my next episode will just be about Gilmore Girls because I have a lot of opinions on Rory Gilmore and the way the people assassinate her character like people I really, I can't get into it because it'll piss me off. But it's just like people are, like the downfall of Rory Gilmore. There's no downfall. She's a real human. That's like, like watch the show. There are moments where Lorelai does unbelievably irresponsible, stupid things as well. They're all just people and they make a lot of mistakes. But I feel like people are so much harder on Rory than they are like Lorelai or other characters because she was like such a good kid. But that just makes her like, falling apart later in life make that much more sense if you're perfect when you're a kid like eventually like things need to crack anyways I'll talk about this in another episode um I'm at an hour thanks so much for watching this following it this episode is a disaster but so is my life um just kidding things are fine um please be nice to me in the comments I need validation in my life um please read my article okay please please do um like and subscribe. I forgot to say that. Like and subscribe. Follow. Um, well, follow is the same as subscribe. But um, turn on your notifications. Um, yeah. Well, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. I don't know how any of that works. Um, but just anything that you would do to keep a podcast you like alive um not that this podcast is going anywhere because I produce them myself I don't have like you know like if everybody gave me a negative review like what would it do compel me to stop posting no um because even when I feel like I'm losing my mind and these are a disaster. I'm still having fun. Like I, I got to talk about things and um, probably only like one person will watch the whole thing and that's my sister. But um, thank you if you have and you enjoyed this from me. Maybe I will title this Defending Just Mariano. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll, title it defending Jess Mariano and other hot takes I don't know anyways thanks for watching please make sure to like and subscribe the next episode is my 10th episode which is crazy um so I'll try to think of something fun for that maybe I'll have my cat in the episode probably not because I film in my basement my parents basement and um my cat I don't really she doesn't, she's not really allowed beyond the first floor. Not because she does anything wrong, just because she's scared of my dog, of my parents' dogs. So I think it'd be hard to have her down here because she'd wander and then there'd be chaos. But anyways, um, thank you for watching. Um, keep following in my life because maybe I'll have a really fun life update the next time I film one of these. Wouldn't that be really fun? If I'm like, I have a job. Um, <laughs> but anyways. Like and subscribe.
And if you are somebody who's looking to hire somebody, <laughs> I'm still looking for a job. And if I move to California soon, I might need a roommate, so...